from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Father John Berteo, and today our homilist is Deacon Mike Walsh. The televising of this Mass is impossible by the contribution from two donors. The first are Ray and John Wolf from Kitchener, Ontario, who are celebrating the 59th wedding anniversary today, and for the blessings of, of their four children, ten grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Also, for the Daily TV Mass participants, who are celebrating their own wedding anniversaries. The second are Anthony and Molly Jacob from Indianapolis, Indiana, in thanksgiving for the favors received for their daughter. So our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass, and today we wish Ray and Joan a very happy anniversary. And today we also uh, celebrate the memorial of St. Faustina. And so we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. As we gather together from various parts of the world to honor Jesus Christ, our Savior, we ask for his blessings and forgiveness to celebrate this Eucharist with a proper physical and spiritual disposition. So we say, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who manifest your almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy, bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon us, and make those who hastening to attain your promises heirs to the treasures of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. Fourteen years after I visited Syria and Cilicia, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus along with me. I went up in response to a revelation then I laid before those in Jerusalem, though only in a private meeting with the acknowledged leaders, the gospel that I proclaim among the Gentiles in order to make sure that I was not running or had not run in vain. On the contrary, when they saw that I had been entrusted with the gospel for the uncircumcised, just as Peter had been entrusted with the gospel for the circumcised, for he who worked with Peter, making him an apostle to the circumcised, also worked through me in sending me to the Gentiles. And when James and Cephas and John, who were acknowledged pillars, recognized the grace that had been given to me, they gave to Barnabas and me the right hand of fellowship, agreeing that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. They asked only one thing, that we remember the poor, which was actually what I was eager to do. But when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face, 
because he stood self-condemned. For until certain people came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But after they came, he drew back and kept himself separate for fear of the circumcision faction. And the other Jews joined him in this hypocrisy, so that even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not acting consistently with the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas before them all, If you, though a Jew, live like a Gentile and not like a Jew, how can you compel the Gentiles to live like Jews? The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and after he had finished, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And Jesus said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us. And do not bring us to a, the time of trial. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. 
one day after church, a lady came up to me, a mother, and she said she had gone to her three grown sons who had moved away from home and said to them, listen, why don't all of us get back together as an entire family in one house so that we can save some money? And she said her youngest son looked at her with a great look of despair and said, well, mother, who's going to pay for the therapist? You know, conflict is something that, uh, you know, just happens, especially in families. And when I read today's first reading uh, from Paul's letter to the Galatian, it reminded me of this quote from Scripture that I think might actually be a misquote. And I think it should read, whenever two or more are gathered in my name, a fight will break out. And when you really heard that reading, you could see the kind of the tumult that's going on in the early church as uh, Paul and Peter try to decide what to do. So I've decided to actually stay away from that uh, in this particular, because when you really look at this uh, reading from Galatians, you'll see that even today, if you do a little research on this and look at some of the commentary, we're still not in agreement, uh, even within the Christian family, about what this would mean. And these arguments about faith really always puzzle me. And it always takes me back to what are the very basics that Jesus taught us, or what are we told in the Scripture? And the more that I do this, I actually had a chance to develop a talk a while ago, and I came up with I, what I think, anyway, are the four non-negotiables of faith, the four themes that just seem to come up over and over and over again. The first is, and I think this is foundational, we have to believe this to be true, is that we are the beloved child of a loving God. The second is that we need to follow Jesus' teaching on love. That may sound easy, but it's difficult because what does he tell us? To love God, to love ourselves, to love our neighbor, and to love our enemy. The third pillar is that we are a people who believes in the forgiveness of sin and offering that forgiveness to others who have hurt us. And fourth, this is the one that I've kind of really struggle with a little bit, but the fourth is, if you read what Jesus is talking about, he's all about mercy and inclusion, that no one should be left outside the circle of compassion. So today in our gospel, comes from Luke chapter 11, Jesus is praying, people see that, they come to him and say, Lord, teach us to pray. And what does Jesus do? Sits us down and he says, pray this way, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Well, this speaks directly to that first pillar, that we are the beloved child of a loving God. Jesus tells us to call God Father. And then he gives us stories like the prodigal son, the father who searches for and looks for the one who was lost and has returned. Give us this day our daily bread. Well, that's about love, the love of God's self, neighbor, and enemy. Living the love that Jesus taught us is truly the source of our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive others who are indebted to us. Well, we are a people that believe in forgiveness. And this could be the toughest of all the things that Jesus teaches us. And bring us not to a time of trial. Well, trial is going to come. And how do we actually deal with those moments of trial? With mercy. And how do we avoid avoidable trials? By not giving in to hate, resentment, fear, and shame. So to talk about this, I want to tell you a modern-day parable. It comes from somebody that I, I really have come to respect and admire, Father Greg Boyle. 
Father Greg is a Jesuit priest. He works in one of the poorest areas of LA, the, the area with the highest gang penetration anywhere in the world. And he started this ministry 30 years ago called Homeboy and Homegirl Industries. Well, they grew into that anyway. And in his first book, Tattoos on the Heart, he has this series of stories. They're really just small parables. They're real life. And they're stories about universal kinship and redemption. The subtitle of the book is called The Power of Boundless Compassion. And they really are full of these stories. So here's one I'll tell you quickly. This one has always been really my favorite in the book. He tells the story of Benito. And Benito is this 12-year-old who becomes a fixture around the offices of Homeboy Industries. He drops by each day after school. And Father Greg tells this little guy, he's a little short for his age, but how he was learning English from local uh, TV programs. And one of them, he would see this ad for something called Loco Poco, which I guess is the equivalent of like Kentucky Fried Chicken. And they would have the ad, and at the end of each ad, where they would talk about their specials, they would say, Loco Poco, the real deal. And so it became kind of a game between Father G, as he was called, and, and Benito, that when they would see each other, Benito would look and say, Father G, you're the real deal. Or Father G would say back to Benito, you're the real deal. So here's the story. Benito was out playing one day with his, with his uh, siblings, it's a long weekend, and standing nearby are two gang members. And then as they're just playing, a van pulls up. There's two in the van. And they point a weapon out, shooting at the gang members, but they hit Benito, who has failed to follow the cardinal rule, which is when the shooting starts, hit the ground. Well, he's hit, he's hospitalized. The bullet was so large, it didn't hit his spine, but it shattered it from the vibrations. And two days later, he dies. And this is how Father Greg ends that story. He says, Benito was precocious, funny, bold, and only 12 years old. If we long to be in the world who God is, then some of our compassion has to find its way to vastness. It would rather not rest on the two in the van, sheep without a shepherd. But are they any less worthy of compassion than Benito? Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Father Greg sees in Benito a, someone who is the beloved child of God. But what about the two in the van? Give us each day our daily bread. Benito brought great joy wherever he went. It was easy to love him. But what about the two in the van? Forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us. Benito was easy to forgive. But what about the two in the van? And do not bring us to a time of trial. Well, Father Greg was there during that family's time of trial. But what about the two in the van? Here's how Father Greg ends his parable. He says, Jesus says, if we love those who love us, big wow. Jesus doesn't suggest that, to cease, that we should cease to love those who love us when he nudges us to love our enemies. Nor does Jesus think the harder thing is the better thing. It's just the harder thing. But to love our enemy and to find some spaciousness for the victimizer, as well as the victim, resembles the more expansive compassion of God. And that is why we do it. And he ends with this quote, to be in the world who God is, here is what we seek, a compassion that can stand in awe at what the poor have to carry, rather than to stand in judgment at how they carry it. 
when we pray to our loving Father, when we hold sacred his name and we believe that his kingdom is come, when we ask for forgiveness for our transgressions and ask for forgiveness to those who have hurt us, then we can truly go into the world with great peace. We can face the trials that will come and we glorify the Lord by being the shepherd to the lost sheep we encounter. God bless. So now with all of our hearts and minds, let us offer our prayers to our Father in heaven. For all of those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, we pray that during this time of Thanksgiving, we be grateful for all of our gifts and willing to share our goods and talents with others. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Our Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Help us to understand the fullness of your unconditional love for us. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Our Father, help us to be able to fully trust that you will give us each day our daily bread through your Son and our brother Jesus. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Our Father, help us to find the courage to come to you for forgiveness of our sins and to help us to forgive everyone indebted to us. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our Our Father, help us to avoid times of trial that result when we do not have faith in your love for us and give us the strength to be with others in their times of trial. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our God of light, to live in your house is the desire of all your children. Hear our prayers and help us in all our needs. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for our few hands receive the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God. God. So the mystery of this water and wine we come to share in the divinity of Christ to humble himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for you who have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. With humble spirit and question to you, Lord God. Lord, wash my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant us, O merciful God, that this our offering may find acceptance with you, and that through it the wellspring of our all blessing may be made may be open laid may be laid open before us. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our deed and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you are praised in the memory of your saints and in crowning their merits, 
you crown your own gifts. By their way of life, we offer you as you, we offer us an example. By communion with them, you give us the companionship. By their intercession, sure support, so that encouraged by so great a choir of witnesses, we may run as victors in the race before us and win with them the imperishable crown of glory through Christ our Lord. And so, with the angels and archangels, with thrones and, and the multitudes of saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to the disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and Thomas our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray. 
that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with Blessed Apostles, Saint Faustina, and all the saints who please you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, power, and glory are yours, now and Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other now a sign of God's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy you should enter into my room. But only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ be to everlasting life. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. 
May this heavenly mystery, O Lord, restore us in mind and body, that we may be co-heirs in glory with Christ, to whose suffering we are united whenever we proclaim his death, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. We gather each day in the fall.